that accommodated Anna Razian's family. A sheen of blood had hardened on his left forearm, cracking like dried mud when he moved. He'd washed his hands and his face, but could feel the leftover flecks on the side of his neck. There'd been back spray. He lifted his black phone from his pocket. It was a Rome Zone model, encased in fiberglass and tough black rubber, the screen protected by gorilla glass. He kept it on him, always. It was a lifeline. Not to him, but to those who called it. He sent a text to Anna. Outside. As he waited, a concern niggled at the base of his skull. He had seen something in Hector's house. He didn't know what it was. But it was wrong. Was his client in danger? No. He'd been thorough. Not a threat to her. Not a threat to him. Something else. Something important, but not immediate. Anna's backlit silhouette appeared at the mouth of the alley about ten yards away. She wore a nightie, her spine hunched, her dry hair sticking out. The alley formed a wind tunnel, the October air whipping at her brunette tufts, making them wag stiffly. You're safe now, he told her. Her feet were bare. He could see the tremble in her knees. I thought you were one of them coming to get me, she said. I thought walking down here would be the last thing I ever did. But then... But then it was you. I'm sorry I scared you, he said. What does it mean? That I'm safe. You don't have to worry anymore, he said. About what? Any of it. Edison has other concerns now. And his boss, the guy behind it all, he died. Anna trudged forward, her scalp shiny in the spots where she'd plucked out her hair. Her face held the same look he'd seen in his other clients, a worn-through, hollowed-out expression that came from falling out of the slipstream of life. Albert is safe, her voice cracked. And Edward? Yes. Anna came closer yet, her cheeks glinting. How about Maria? They won't hurt Maria. There's no one left to hurt Maria. Openly sobbing now. Merrick? Herrig? Your mother and father will be fine. He thought of her family in their beds and wondered at the serenity they might offer her. At her age, He hadn't had much, which meant he'd had nothing to leave behind. As a twelve-year-old, he'd stepped off a truck-stop curb into a dark sedan and blipped off the radar. Back then, any gamble was worth the taking. This one had gotten him out of East Baltimore. He'd been to Marrakesh and St. Petersburg and Cape Town, and he'd left his mark in blood at every stop. But he'd never had what Anna had waiting for her upstairs. The chill breeze brought with it the realization that he'd devoted his life to preserving for others what he couldn't have himself. The pictures of me, she said. They'll be so ashamed. Before leaving Hector's place, Evan had safed the house, finding little more than construction materials, empty beer bottles, a few hefty dumbbells in the garage, 
Fast food wrappers layered a mattress thrown on the floor in one of the bare-bones rooms upstairs, where Hector was living during the construction. Evan had gone back down to the comms center and dragged the considerable body out of the way. Once the cockpit was clear, he spent a few stomach-churning minutes navigating the databases, clicking through the files of past eligibles to locate the matching buyers. Client information was sparse and coded, but he forwarded it on to the local FBI field office. But not before wiping all information about Anaresian off the servers. The pictures are gone, Evan said. No one will have to know anything. Anna took an unsteady step to the side and lifted a hand to the cracked stucco wall. Edward, he's safe now. He's safe still working it through, thawing out of denial. You're all safe. Anna's face was...